The following is a production of Different Brains. Visit us at differentbrains.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Hackey Reitman. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Different Brains. Today we're excited to have right here in our Different Brains little green screen studio, the wonderful expert in ADHD and executive function, Brooke Schnittman. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. Now, why don't you introduce yourself a Properly, unlike the way I just did. You pronounced my name right, so that was properly. <laughs> uh, my name is Brooke Schnittman. I am an ADHD and executive function coach. I have been working with individuals with ADHD since 2006. I currently coach um, individuals from children all the way through adults and parents of children with ADHD. I uh, started my company, Coaching with Brooke, little over a year ago, uh, but before that I was a special education teacher on Long Island and then an assistant director of special education. And um, I just really enjoy seeing people succeed and having them have a growth mindset and achieving their goals. How did you get into this? So I wanted to make a greater difference in the lives of individuals with ADHD. And when I was in school administration, I felt too far removed. So I moved to Florida to be closer to family and wanted to start my own business and help individuals. And along the way, I met a great woman, Lynn Minor Rose, and I know she's been on the show before. And she introduced me to the concept of ADHD coaching, and I've been in love with it ever since. Well, Lynn's amazing, too. But she's your biggest fan. Oh. <laughs> you know, I think that um, executive functioning is underrated. It is. And why don't you explain to our audience what it is and why that is and what part of the brain is going on and how it hooks up. Sure. So executive functioning, everyone has it. And it's the prefrontal cortex of the brain right in front. And it helps in many different areas, activation, multitasking, going from task to task, uh, prioritization, and the people with ADHD have deficits in one or more of those areas. Now, people who don't have ADHD can also have a deficit in executive functions as well. Tell us about ADHD from your point of view. Sure. So I am an adult who actually has ADHD, and I was diagnosed in May when I um, was working from home and realized that some of the symptoms I was struggling with were similar to some of my clients. Um, so ADHD can show up at any age. Uh, you can recognize it at any age. Um, you are born with it. However, adults have could be compensating throughout their life and not realizing that they have it, like me. Um, so it presents differently in everyone. There's three different types of ADHD. There's the impulsivity, impulsivity hyperactivity. There is um, the inattentive and combined. So the combined is symptoms of both. And I have the combined type. So you can be a little impulsive um, but, and also lose some focus. So there's many different symptoms that show up. And what are some of the common comorbidities? 
Well, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked because a lot of people who have ADHD or people know another individual who has ADHD just know them for ADHD. However, there's that huge iceberg, right? So two-thirds of people who have ADHD have a comorbidity as well, like a learning disability, anxiety, anxiety, depression, OCD, ODD, um, and the list goes on. So sometimes when individuals are not diagnosed with ADHD yet, they could be diagnosed with an anxiety disorder or depression. You know, and I, that's one of the reasons we started differentbrains.org was to get everything under one roof because I think it's a great misconception that any of these entities uh, exist in isolation. You can't have autism without some anxiety. Autism and ADHD overlap quite a bit, and Absolutely. the list goes on and on and on and on. And so the neurological silo and the developmental and learning disability silo and the mental health silo all go together. Absolutely. And the more people are educated about it, the more they can understand the symptoms and what it can correlate to and know how to take care of it and um, speak about it. And we're trying all together, and I know you do a lot of this, and Lynn Minor Rosen too, as well as differentbrains.org, to get rid of the stigma so that people can kind of come out of the closet and, and let people know and, you know, help me out a little bit too. Absolutely. And um, to that point, I have developed the ADHD EdCam for parents and adults and children to understand what ADHD has a community together um, in Boca Raton. And um, everyone's just going to be learning from each other, have support from each other. But yes, it's really important that people feel supported. So this way they can come out of their shell and know when to come out of their shell, especially in the work world, um, to let individuals know that they have ADHD and how to explain it. Well, I think the ADHD ed camp is a great, great idea. Thank you. It will be helping lots and lots of people. Thank you. Um, what advice would you have for an employer who's got, he's enlightened, he or she is enlightened, wants to be helpful, and uh, one of the employees has ADHD. What can the employer in the work setting do to be of help? Absolutely. Well, first they can meet with the employee and understand more of how their brain works, understand what tools work for them, and if they possibly need things written down on notes. Um, so this way, meetings uh, can be reiterated on writing, um, understand when the best time for them is to focus, um, check in with them. There's many different ways. It just depends on how the employee works. But I think it's important that the employer understands the employee. Um, just like even if they didn't have ADHD, understands how their brain works, maybe take a test um, to understand how they work best. You know, and, and again, that comes into the genesis of differentbrains.org, which is that if we just tune in on everybody we have anything to do with, the same way a good salesman does. They tune in on how your brain works and they go that way. And if an employer and a teacher 
and a law enforcement officer, if we all do that, then you're going to see a lot of things. But you have to know some of the... Uh, the strengths, the weaknesses, absolutely, and build on those strengths yeah. and understand what they can bring to the team. Now, you mentioned this wonderful book that you mentioned by your friend, uh, Dr. Thomas E. Brown. Sure. And is this for professionals? It's called Attention Deficit Disorder, The Unfocused Mind in Children and Adults by Dr. Thomas E. Brown. Is this for professionals or for families or for lay people? Who is this book? It's for anyone who has ADHD or an executive function challenge. Uh, it basically, for me, is a resource guide, and I refer to it very often. As you can see, I have clips in many different sections. But it starts off talking about the brain and where executive functions are and what they are in his mind. So there's six different quadrants in his mind and... Um, it talks about you know what they are, what they do, and um, strengths, weaknesses, myths, facts, all of that. So children, young children probably wouldn't want to read it themselves, but an adult can read it, a teen can read it, a young adult, um, and then understand how their child's brain works. Um, now, you're a certified coach, amongst other things. And yeah. accomplishments. Um, how does, for our audience, for some people who might be wanting to go into your field, how do you become a certified coach? Sure. So there's many different pathways that you can take. I personally ended up going through the International Coaching Federation, which is the gold standard of coaching. And I took many different courses. Um, one of the courses I took was on ADHD. That was the first one. And it talked about ADHD in teens and college students, uh, learning more about ADHD and how to coach students with ADHD. Then from there, I did a traditional coaching course and then also took a parent coaching course. So if you go onto the International Coaching Federation site, if you are not a mental health specialist, I believe that you need 60 credits in order to apply for a certification. So you need 60 credits, over 100 hours, um, you need individual mentor coaching, and then on top of that, you need to pass the exam. Oh, sounds, sounds tough. And <laughs> I left one thing out. <laughs> they record one of your sessions, so they have to go through the, the recording and the transcript and make sure that you are ready to be a coach. Tell us about the advice you might have for teachers, because you yourself was a special ed, were a special ed teacher, and now sure. you're in this. Give some advice for teachers in general, because I'm sure if the general teachers look around their class, there's going to be a, a couple of people with ADHD. So fortunately enough, um, I used to work in Jericho, Long Island, and I was in a co-teaching class with a general education teacher, and I was a special education teacher. And the majority of special education students that I had were high-functioning ADHD and learning disabled. Um, so what we did was we differentiated in many different ways. So we started off the school year with many different types of surveys. How did they learn best? What are their interests? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? And basically every unit we would differentiate the assignment based off of that. So it applied to kinesthetic learners, auditory, visual, also where their readiness level was. So that's educationally also flexible seating, 
Um, so we kept it interesting. We kept it different. We didn't lecture. We walked around. We got down to eye level with the students. We gave them fidget toys if they needed it. We were able to give them breaks so they can move around. If we saw them getting tired, we would have them get up and do some jumping jacks or open up the window. Um, they were able to stand if they wanted to. So it was really flexible. So basically just getting to know the children on an intellectual level, on an emotional level, on a social level, and showing them that you care. When you coach the kids or adults themselves with ADHD, take us through some of the tools that you give them, because I'm big on, you know, big on tools, like what do we do that can really help? I wrote my book, Asper Tools. It was tools that can help Asperger's, Asperger's. yeah. So I actually have a complimentary ebook on my website, Coaching with Brooke for productivity and time management. And there's 13 ways to manage your time on there for adults and young adults as well. Um, so if we're talking about adults first, I would say, and children, everyone needs a schedule. And that's the biggest thing I've found with individuals with ADHD, that they're going through life haphazardly, and even people without ADHD, that they, you know, when something comes up, they do it um, because it's last minute and they need to get it done and it's an emergency. So planning out your week on a Sunday, on a Monday, figuring out what's coming up, breaking it down day by day, and highlighting your top priorities. So get one to three things done that are priorities for the day and circle your number one. So you get that done, like Eat the Frog by Brian Tracy, make sure you get that done first and then worry about the rest. Um, but what I find is that when people are planned out and are proactive, their executive functions work more um, properly because their brain's not as chaotic. So planning out your week, planning out your days and being intentional with them. Those are good tips. I'm going to try that. I have more, but that's the best one, I would say. <laughs> um, I'm going to try that because I'm all over the place. Um, you know, the comedian Stephen Wright was one saying that um, he had uh, ADHD HD, which meant... He was super really, hyperactive. <laughs> no, he, he said he... He couldn't really focus on anything, but when he did, it was in high definition. You know. It's it's that hyper focus, right? Yes. So people, individuals with ADHD, they're either um, it's now or not now. So if it's now, they're laser focused. And what I teach clients is to use that to your advantage. Know when you're hyper focused and get things done, but make sure it's not in the way of something else. So we have super man capabilities, right? Superpower capabilities as individuals with ADHD, but we just have to build on those strengths. Well said. We had one intern here who's now doing great. He's employed and he's getting promoted and other companies are trying to steal him away. And he had severe ADHD and severe OCD. He has, he deals with. They kind of fight with each other. I used to kid him and say, Will you tell your OCD to beat up your ADHD so you can finish this project here? <laughs> um, and again, it brings up the, the comorbidities. Sure. What would you say in the people that you coach who have ADHD, what the most common comorbidities are? Anxiety, learning disabilities, um, depression that comes from anxiety. 
So I made anxiety the first chapter in my book. It rules all of us. It really does. And it shows up in different ways throughout your life. So just because at one time of your life you have generalized anxiety disorder doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. It could change to social anxiety, which so many people with ADHD have, or it could be anticipatory anxiety. It depends on the time of your life. So the advice you give the families, is it pretty much similar to what you give the actual, um, you know, person with the ADHD? So parent coaching, you mean? Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. Okay, tell us what it is. <laughs> so when I'm working with an individual, I am helping them achieve their goals, manage their time, become more organized, um, meet their academics, whatever it is, um, professional goals. But when I talk to parents and I coach the parents, it's actually working, and they wouldn't think this, but it's starting with them and changing the way that they communicate with their kids and then creating a calm household. So this way they can communicate in a more productive way with their children. And then from there, having connections and curiosity and takes time, but it's actually starting with them as the leaders and role models of the house. And what would you say that some of the labels are in some of the parents? I think labels are a lousy way to describe a human being, but I find that, um, you know, sometimes parents are an issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I'm not a parent myself, so I'll admit that, um, but I've worked with many thousands of parents throughout my time um, starting in special education. And they can become anxious themselves because they don't know how to deal with their children. And they often compare their children to other children around the block or in school or what other parents are saying about their kids. And I just tell the parents they have to start where they are and you have to parent the child that you have. You don't know what's going on with the other kids on the block. You really don't know. So um, a lot of parents have anxiety about their children. Even if they don't have a disability, they want them to grow up to be the best version of themselves. And uh, a lot of parents also have ADHD themselves if their child has ADHD because it is seen to be um, biological. So when you have a parent with ADHD and a child with ADHD, it can become even more complicated because they can't organize themselves sometimes to organize their child and then they get anxious. So when you have your um, ADHD ed camp, you have programs for the parents. Absolutely. Well. It's actually, um, there's over 100 people coming, and the majority of individuals who are coming are adults and parents. And there's going to be a lot of courses from different types of ADHD experts, like psychologists, therapists, psychiatrists, coaches, schools, um, even physical therapists. And uh, they're going to be talking about parent tips and also what to recognize in your child, how their brain works, so they can start to understand what their child is going through and give them ideas on how to help them moving forward. Is there anything else we haven't covered that you'd like to cover today? I would just like to go back to what you had said about stigma. And it's so important, especially as a parent, to 
educate your child. And every parent has the right to tell their child when they feel it's right that they have ADHD. Some parents wait a little bit longer than others. But the but you don't want to wait too long because children understand that they're different. So you don't want to manifest some anxieties and differences in them for too long because that can go with them later in life. So you want to help them understand that they're different, but different's not bad. Everyone's different and that they should use their differences to their advantages, but they need to know what they are in order to do that. Well, on that note, Brooke, uh, let me say it's been a pleasure to have you here. How can our audience learn more about you? Sure. So they could go on my website. It's Coaching with Brooke, so C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G, with W-I-T-H, Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E.com, or you can email me at Brooke, with an E, at coachingwithbrooke.com, and learn more about the services I have to offer. Um, there's a ton of videos on my website about um, you know, things that I've done in the past with a neuroscientist, with employers, employees, relationships with ADHD. So if they're going through something, it's likely to be on my website under events and presentations. Um, and then on social media, I do Facebook Lives monthly, and I put tips on my Instagram and Facebook page every day. That's great. You mentioned before that uh, free resource on your website. Sure, there's an ebook. It's 13 Ways to Manage Your Time How to Focus by Focusing Your Time. I can use that. I can use it. <laughs> well, Brooke Schnittman, coachingwithbrooke.com. Thank you so much for spending time with us. And we hope you'll have time to come back again. I would love that. Thank you, Haki. I appreciate it. Exploring Different Brains is a production of Different Brains, Inc. For more information, visit us at differentbrains.org.